get an exclusive. Okay. <laughs> let's let's start this, and we're we're gonna we're diving in too deep. Oh <laughs> crap! Okay. All right. So you just heard "Free Your Mind" by the studio guest today of the podcast, Cedar Rapids Music Scene Podcast. We have Don Sedlicek in the house. How are you? Fine. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. This is episode two of the Cedar Rapids Music Scene Podcast, and. The results are in. There was one million downloads of the first episode. Wow, we did it. In one week, we had one million people listen to our podcast. We are officially in the big time here. Awesome. Isn't that amazing? Man, that's great. Like you just sit in a studio and you just talk on a microphone and then a million people listen to it. Who'd have thunk it, man? So we just want to thank everybody. Uh, (laughs) The awards are coming out soon. We'd like you to keep subscribing. You know, let's just keep this party rolling. Shoot for two million on this episode, I think. (laughs) I suddenly feel nervous now. You have to keep I wasn't nervous until, yeah. Now I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) joining in studio as last time is aj vens of wolfpack productions he's my producer we established that you are my producer yeah also just the original band voice of the of the podcast you get to chime in when all us cover band people are talking about stuff that's right what about the original band what about the original band i'm here for it so well today we're going to talk about a topic that everybody wants to talk about but everybody doesn't want to talk about because i think Let's just say it. It's social media. We're going to talk about how to talk, how to use social media, mm-hmm. how to uh, use it to our advantage, do's and don'ts. But let me start this by saying I hate social media so much. Ser- seriously, social media. If I could, if I didn't have a job and a and a band that was dependent upon social media, I would be the fuck out of here. I would get a, <laughs> I would get a phone with no internet, and I would I would quit because like it's it's depressing to be on social media. Don't you think? I don't disagree with you. At all. So, would you say you strongly agree with me? I, yes. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what are your thoughts on social media as a as a person, not a band member, not a scene member, Don? What are your thoughts on social media? I hate it. Right. Everybody <laughs> hates it. Do you? Well, I maybe it's because of the way I use it. it it's stressful. Mm-hmm. It's a chore. And right. And and you're addicted to it. And how many I'm times you just go and pulling out your phone? For no, like not even knowing you're pulling out your phone, you start scrolling. I end up waking Facebook. up that way. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like kind of turn it's your disturbing. alarm off, use your phone, yeah, see yeah. what notifications you have. It's like your wake up process. And I think as much as we hate it, that's why it's so important because mm-hmm. every single person in the entire world, even like probably third world countries, is like has a has a Facebook profile, and that's like the way we stay in touch, and that is the way people look for their information and. It's 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 a necessary evil in my head. Um, I'm sure that's probably how a lot of people view it. But we're gonna get back to it. That, just like last time, that, yeah. this isn't scripted. I I start into the topic, but then I go, no, no, wait. I draw you in, and then I go, no, 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 wait. Let's talk a little bit about our guest. <laughs> so sure, we Don, should do that. Don, I need you to tell me. Wait, who are you? What's your name? My name oh yeah, my, I forget that every time. My oh, name man. is Mike Schulte, and I am the host of this. Yes, uh, I started the group. I play drums in the Pork Tornadoes. Great to have you here, Mike. It is good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Don, I want to know how you first got into loving and playing music. Oh, wow. That's that's actually a tough one. Everyone because says that. It, music has just always been a part of my life. Like, it, it's just in me. And it's funny because... Uh, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to start off and get really personal right away, make oh, everybody yes. uncomfortable. Cool. But um, I was adopted on my dad's side, and um, I was clearly different from everyone else in my family. I do not come from a musical family the way my husband does. And so um, for me, I just it was just in me. It was innate 
nobody else in my family Black had it. Sheep almost like it, it was like you're jamming yeah. out to music and they're like, what yeah. are you doing? They can't find the two and four for nothing. Oh, do they clap I on mean, one and oh three? Oh my gosh. Do they clap on one they and three? They don't have pitch. <laughs> oh. They don't have rhythm. I mean, it, it is not in them to love music the way right. it just always has been. So for it's me. always been a thing for you then. Absolutely. When did you start playing music? Oh goodness. Uh, well, I, I dabbled in vocals um, in the nineties. I didn't, none of my bands really took off. Um, and then I decided that what I really wanted to do, uh, is form the female version of Slipknot. Oh my gosh. That's, that's, that was what I wanted to do. Is this currently in the works or was this something in the past? (laughs) This this was kind of like my, my youthful dream, right? (laughs) And so I of course wanted to be Joey Jordison. Yes. And so I was like, well, I guess I should learn how to play the oh, drums. So you, you didn't know how to play drums until I did not know age? how to. No. What? Yeah. Right. I was in my twenties for like forty years. Wow. Don's better than me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was like, well, and I, I thought about it logically through my head. I'm like, I can probably, I can find, you know, of course I can find a chick singer. I can probably find a chick bass player, and, and yeah, you know, guitarist. That's probably, but I'm never gonna find. A chick drummer who can play like Joey Jordison, I right? Know many chi- I don't. I'm sorry, am I allowed to say chick drummer since you, you're saying chick drummer? You I can. Like, I feel like so I can't say that, yeah, right? <laughs> I I don't know too many women drummers. It's a Carrie Collings is uh, the equivalent. Yeah. I, actually, she's better than Joey Jordison, but yes. of course, I never did. Better looking too. Like, she is totally better looking. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a, isn't he like five foot two or something like that. He seems small. Joey. <laughs> Joey? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, I mean, she's like one of the best double bass players ever. Um, really? So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And obviously, I, I never did learn how to play like Joey Jordison, but it was my dream at the time. That's why I started drumming. Um, so that just continued your your love of music and absolutely. Saying, do you know? So do you know how to play any other instruments? Do you play piano, guitar, bass, anything like that? Well, uh, learning piano slash keyboard was kind of my pregnancy project. I started, I was bored and pregnant in 2012, started teaching myself how to play keys, right? And then uh, I joined Sound Days and, you know, I, I really wanted the job. I wasn't doing anything. I had left the Jodie Foster co- connection, which I had played drums in for five and a half years. And I was like, oh, I really want this gig and uh you know they already know i can play drums well i should tell them i know how to play keyboard too so i was like yeah i can play drums and keyboard and then they're like okay we'll play. and then you were like forced to learn keyboard yeah even more. exactly <laughs> yeah that's how they're like oh sometimes. we want to play runaway by bon jovi um what okay oh, oh, i guess i better learn it <laughs> <laughs> at least i know what triplets are yes okay <laughs> so so how many uh so the first band you, you were ever really in was the jody foster connection yeah the first band that, that was the first serious band yeah the first wasn't band that a bunch played... of people at west music it was okay because yeah. i worked at west music back in the day oh right i remember I did, that back in the day for like a year i worked Coral there for Bill. three oh, months oh. yeah, yeah. totally wait west music. when did you when did you work there? i was at west music in coralville <laughs> from uh like 2004 to 2006, maybe. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay, cool. The drum right. guy, wow. The, the guy that was hung over on Sundays and kids were hitting all the drums. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> so you're the reason why no one me. wants to go there anymore. And, 100%. and try. Anything. I could never work at Guitar Center. <laughs> Sorry to my Guitar Center friends, but you just let people just rock on the drums, and <laughs> right on. I can't even be in there for ten minutes, let oh. alone a shift. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry, what, Dawn's <laughs> telling me that she tends to get off topic. Yet I'm right. going off topic. The, so <laughs> Jody Foster connection <laughs> was first. Then you kind of quit for just a little bit. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I I dabbled in the D20s, and Virago was uh, another kind of pregnancy project with just, my just on the side kind with of stuff. my husband. Yeah, yeah. But then then Sound Days was like the first getting you back in the the mix yes. kind of band. Yep. After I squirted out that kid, I was like, squirted okay, I'm ready. Jeez. I'm ready to go back at it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only seen you. Let's see, I because you're in multiple other bands currently. Like you're in Sound Days. Um, what are the other bands you're in? Cause I, I can remember which ones I've seen you in. Sure. I don't think I've seen you in sound days. Okay. What were the other ones? Uh, well, Currently. toxic, toxic, toxic blonde. I think I've seen you in toxic blonde. Yep. And, and that's really my main gig right now. Okay. Um, and, and I suspect that's why you want to talk to me today because we have gone from like, you know, zero to 10 in about the span of a month. Yeah. So, um, social media, social media, I did bring you in here because, um, I do see your, I'm friends with you on Facebook, but I see all your stuff all the time here. I'm playing this gig. I'm playing (laughs) this gig. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Right. And that's, there's something to be said about that because that's what we're trying to do is to, in in a world of lazy, lazy promotion, which is Facebook nowadays, Mm. it's make an event page, call it good, tag Mm -hmm. some of your friends it's hard now to like get people to see it and see it on a regular basis and, and come to your shows and your events. Yeah. Yes. And when you play in multiple bands, cause oh, I was doing geez, the, yeah. the threshold thing, right? I think that's probably what you had in mind as well. Yeah. Threshold. Um, threshold. How I did that. How many bands are you playing? Does Terry McDowell play drums for? Um, well, we, neither one of us are in threshold anymore. Okay. Um, but I did that band with Terry for about eight months. It was kind of a uh, me, filling in um right. while they work things out with their previous singer and they have and yeah. they're they're good they're they're back and you just with... take terry with you wherever you go right terry <laughs> terry is Shout out to terry right i want to say my b word but that would be really sexist to say so i'm not going to say no, that you can say it you've already said squirted out a kid and <laughs> drummer chicks so right. you can literally right. say no, whatever you want we're already there so. right <laughs> I want to say something about Terry, and you'll appreciate this as a drummer. Maybe you feel sure. the same way. I saw Terry for the first time ever with Flex, Love Flex. This is maybe a year and a half ago. Never met the guy, but ever since I've seen him play, I'm hearing him play a song, and I'm going, oh, this is a great song. Let's see if he hits that fill correctly You know, in the, after the third verse. And every single time, the guy hits the exact notes <laughs> in perfect time. Even some weird thing. I mean, like, he is just a perfectionist. I don't know him that well, but I've got to assume that he just takes that song and goes, I'm going to learn every single thing correctly in this song. Oh, my gosh. Is that yeah. correct? That That is correct. Oh, he's going to kill me for it. telling this story. But but there was one one show, and I remember where it was, that Wild Hogs. And we were doing Cult of Personality, something that he executes. Completely. Flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Almost every time. Yep. Well, I don't know what happened, but... He just he lost it temporarily, and he's and then he started doing this Ricky Rocket type thing on the drums, and everybody was in the band was just like, "What's he, happening?" He's so good that if he ever messes up, everybody else goes, "What the hell happened?" Like, he just happening. turned into Ricky Rocket. So, um, but that's literally the only right. the only time I, I, I can ever point to him not absolutely nailing everything, and that's so important. And I know this isn't the topic for today, but you guys gave me a shout out. Uh, last podcast for performance. Kale Henderson did that. Kale mm. did, yes. And I'll tell you what, the reason is because I'm always locked in with that drummer. It's true. Being a drummer and then having a stellar, outstanding drummer back yeah. there, that makes all the difference because you cannot do a hair flip 
on the beat. If, if they're not on the accent, right on the beat. if yeah. you don't know where he is, yep, you don't right. know where he's going, and all the weird stuff he does, it's like, yeah, I'm feeling you, man. We've got three drummers in the band, so it's, yeah, that's pretty important. And then Mark is just, you know, perfect at everything. So <laughs> our guitar player, the only one who's not a drummer in the band, so well, it, gotta be good it, it works. Yeah, right. our our good drummers like referees. Like the less you notice them, the better they are. You know, like like if, if you're yeah. talking about how bad the referees were the whole game, like that's not good. Right. But usually you talk about good referees. It's just they're there. They're doing their job. Perfect. Right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I would agree I'm like, I'm like a referee. I like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you like to think of yourself? Yes, that's the way I think. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into this topic. This is, I don't even know how to start this because there is there's so many roads we can go down on this. I think yeah. what I'm first going to ask you is um, how many different types of social media are you on personally and as a band oh i know. see that that's already a tough question um well there's there's facebook of course it's like yep essential at this Everyone point whether we like it or not it's essential um there's instagram snapchat twitter youtube those are probably the the main ones that i use and then for posting events I also use like a hoopla. We're a classic rock band, so or do people still? And this is no way a, a thing against hoopla. Do people still look at hoopla? You think that that's a thing? I, that I people think look only at? the older people, and, and that's exactly why I said because you're not talking we, about the print ad, are you? Are you talking about a print hoopla ad? I don't think there is the one anymore. I thought they still did it on like Wednesdays or Thursdays. <laughs> I actually don't but, know, but and sure. that's a very important point because uh, I mean print is dying and you know it's it's good to expand your into everything but yeah. i mean if hoopla is putting something out we don't even know because it's a website we don't look, yeah, that, yeah. as website. far as i know is it's a website mm-hmm. is it still on print i i really have no idea so like a better version of hoopla is iowa live music absolutely yeah i use that for every single event i i never miss one yeah yeah and that that's a good time to plug it too uh, if you haven't downloaded iowa live music yet download it it shows every event in town at what time they start, where they're at. Make sure you to make a post about it. Tell your friends that the biggest thing about this group was trying to make sure that the general public knows as much as possible about what's happening in town and where it's happening and when it's happening. So it's our duty to help promote that because it's sure. a free app. You download it. You can at any point look it up, go who's playing where. Cool. I'm going there. So. And the yeah. thing is, the thing with Iowa Live Music is the people who use that app are people who are actively looking for shows. Mm -hmm. They want to see you. So if you're not using it, if you're not submitting your events, you know. Whenever, whenever I have a free night, that's the first thing I do. Yes. Is look at, look at that and go, okay, they're here and this band's there and this band's there. I'm going to plan my night around it. So exactly. If you're not using it, make sure you use it. That's our little 10 second infomercial there. But okay. So let's, 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 let's just pick one at a time here. Facebook is the obvious. That's what most people listening right now are going to be wondering more about. So, I mean, do you have any, um, how, how do you, okay. So you've got a show coming up in a month. And, and you've already dropped your posters off to your club. We've already established this from Kale. <laughs> right, right. yep. Posters are dropped off, and they're not 8x11s. They're, they're big, nice 11x17 yes. posters. Yes, they are. Um, so what are we doing social media-wise on Facebook if you've got a show coming up in a month? Okay. Well, you should already have your event posted. Now, you create the event from your band's page, correct? That is correct. Right. Um, and then uh, 
so yes, I, I submit it to um, Iowa Live Music. I submit it to, yep. you know, event on Facebook. Um, through Facebook, <clears throat> excuse me, I can also post it to event, or sorry, bands in town. Right. It'll show up on your tour dates tab on so, your Facebook and, page. And we talked a little bit about that in the meeting that we had at Chrome Horse. So the I use bands in town sp- uh, specifically for um, the tab on Facebook to show up your tour dates. It's the easiest way to, for somebody to click on a tab that says tour dates and it boom, here's our dates. But also that bands in town, if anyone is subscribed to you on that, it will automatically notify them. Correct. Absolutely. So you, so start an account on bands in town. Mm -hmm. Um, it's super easy. It links directly to your Facebook page. That's right. And, and then it'll, it'll essentially just sends out notifications for you via that app to let people know when that band's playing in town. Absolutely. So that's, yeah, that, that's a good way to keep, to keep, uh, not just that Facebook event page, but also to update the tour calendar. So do you do, um, do you then invite people to your Facebook event? Yes. Now that's, uh, where it gets a little bit tricky and I can, I can dive into this now if you want me to, I might go down a rabbit hole. We're here. I'll I'll pull you back. I'll pull you back (laughs) if I feel like you're going too deep. All right. So the, the thing with, um, inviting friends to your event is this. Uh, the last time I looked, which was not today, I have 3,743 Facebook friends and almost 1,000 followers. Damn, that's actually pretty good numbers. Right. So the, the follower thing is an important thing, I think, mm-hmm. on a personal page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are people that are saying, I need to know what you're posting at all times, kind of a thing, right. right? Yes. Yeah. So um, clearly, I, I can't invite all of them. True. And nor should I because they are not all from Cedar Rapids or Anamosa or Wapalo or whatever (laughs) it is that I'm going to be playing, right? So I'm going to teach a little bit of stalkerish behavior, right? I know this is totally inappropriate for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm supposed to be teaching people how to use it properly. This is Joe Rogan meets Cedar (laughs) Rapids music scene. This is is anything goes. All right. All right, so so I, I have some OCD tendencies, which will be on full display here. When somebody sends me a friend request, I get a lot of pervs, first of all. I was going to say, you're, you're a good-looking yep. woman who's in the <laughs> music scene. I can only imagine mm-hmm. uh, just the kind of shit. I, I've talked with Elizabeth Von Presley a lot oh, about, sure about the does. shit she sees. <laughs> yeah. And like, like more props to you and her and anyone else because it is a yeah. sick world out there. Woo. For real. Yeah. We'll, we'll have right. a whole other episode oh on like gosh. the shit you shouldn't say to Dawn on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll be our B-side to you're this. Gonna, you're yeah, going to show up on By Felipe, <laughs> yeah. which is another form of media that I use, By Felipe, just in I'm case. I'm reeling you back in. Re- so, just in case stuff. you were planning on Keep sending going. me a picture. <laughs> yeah. So you get a friend, I friend request you, Dawn. You don't right. know who I am. Right. Correct. And you add me. What happens then? So first I vet your profile. I To determine if I'm going to accept you, I try to find if out my where- my profile picture is a car- <laughs> Am I automatically disqualified? Because that's my no, rules. <laughs> no, I, I look at where you live. Okay. Am I, yeah, I going to play a How show there? How many mutual friends do you have, right? Correct. Yep. Um, and, you know, am I going to play a show there? That's a, that's a big one. I'm, I'm always thinking of that. And uh, sometimes you may not have your location listed. So then I get real stalkerish and I look at the events that you've attended. I've right, looked at right. any kind of information that I can find on you. And I just thought, okay, you live in... Um, uh, let's say you live in Anamosa, so I'm gonna I'm gonna accept your friend request, and then I'm gonna put you on a list, a list called Anamosa. Cool. And so anytime I play a show in Anamosa, so when you click on that 
that invite friends to a Facebook event. Yes. That tab pops up and then there's groups of people <laughs> that you just, you click on that and you go, Animosa, here you go. Yep. Anybody who it's lives genius. in... Anamosa, Monticello, you know, I'm, I'm very familiar with Google Maps at this point. Or like, there, <laughs> there's so many towns like, I have no idea where this is. Oh, that's by Ames. Okay. Right. So I'm going to put them in the Ames category, right? So that's kind of how I roll with who to well, that's invite. That's super smart. And if you've noticed too, if, if you've done this or anyone recently has done this, that if you, uh, if you click on that, invite friends, mm -hmm. there'll be your groups of friends that you have, you know, lives in Cedar Rapids, whatever. But then there's also attended your last events. Yep. So if, yeah, if yeah. your same band played at your the same show in the same town a month ago and there was an event for that, you can invite every single person that came or said they were interested to that show. Yes. And yeah. it's easy to select all. And the same yeah. with groups too. You can mm -hmm. just do the select all so that you don't have to choose them individually. And speaking of that, for those of you who have fewer than 500 friends – you can use the Chrome extension. It's called Invite All Friends on Facebook. Really? Yes. I so, don't know too many people with less than 500 friends. Though. Right. But if you do. AJ's one of them. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have that many friends, <laughs> but not, you're in I'm a band. <laughs> do you find, so being in a band is the type of uh, thing where you want as many friends as possible. Is that That's how my brain works is when somebody yeah. adds me, I go, will this benefit like them coming to one of my shows. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's the way my brain works on mm -hmm. Facebook. It's not, oh man, this is great. I sure do want to see what Billy's up to in the summer. <laughs> right, no, right. Like, or no, Cletus Billy, I'm from not, Tennessee. You know, I'm it. not going to interact with you at all other than invite you to yeah. my events. Yeah. And I right. think maybe yeah. that's how we all think it. If you're not thinking that way, maybe you should. Yeah. I mean, if yes. you're trying to promote your band, like as many eyes as you can get on that as possible. Yeah, you definitely. Don't, don't fall into one of those victims of love me so many times, heart, heart, kiss, kiss, face, that yeah. kind of stuff. Don't, but, you know, don't add those. But, yes, uh, don't, add, add as many people as you can. <laughs> yes, please add you them all. I mean? Mutual friends is important. Right, right. Yeah, check the mutual friends. <laughs> so when you do – okay, so you've, you've invited people to your event. Mm -hmm. Do you do any boosting of your event itself? You bet. Okay. Mm. So, boosting, ah. Right. Yeah. So do you remember – how long have you been on Facebook? Well, I was one of the first Facebook users I because you I was at university? university of Iowa so at the time. I. Yep. So I, I used it and then I hated it and I quit using it. And I was anti-Facebook for a very long time. Oh, totally. And then it just became required. Yep. And mm -hmm. I was like, damn it. Once your grandma and grandpa could have it, it's like, oh yeah, here yeah. we are. And being in a band, uh, yep. that is 100% the reason that I reactivated my Facebook was because I was in a band right, right. and mm -hmm. I needed to promote it. It's the only way to promote things at Especially this point. Especially back at that point, you know, it was like they didn't do as much of the algorithm right. they, junk they to you. They didn't do it at all. You know, yeah. And if it, you liked a person's page, yep. you saw you everything got to see they it. had to say. Right. Yep, exactly. Um, but now, I mean, that's what some of the things that pissed me off so much. I get it. Mm -hmm. If I were owning Facebook, I would do the same thing. But it's not enough for me to go, Don, uh, I really love, uh, you know, Toxic Blonde and I'm going to like your page and I'm really excited to see what you have to say about things in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to see like five percent of the things you post, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe. And I like I went out of my way to say I'm clicking this like page. Tell me everything about you. Yeah. Like that's not enough. Right. And you it's have crazy. To. Yeah. Yeah. You have to subscribe to events. Yeah. If you want to see that band's events, you have to click see first. If you want to have any kind of priority oh, for that yep. band's page. 
Yeah, you got to put the star on it or whatever. If you want to see your personal stuff, then you got to put the star on oh, it. Oh, yes. If you, know you consider I mean? me a close friend. Right. Well, like that, I know, I know one thing that I know a lot of people will do because we're talking about you post these things from your band page originally, right? Like that's what you, your, the mentality would be. I know there's a lot of people out there who have a lot more followers and a lot more interaction. Their personal page is a lot more popular. So they'll start their posts from their personal page so they can gain more reach and stuff right. like that instead of posting um, from, the, from the actual from the page, the page the itself, page. I, I, which I think is kind of hits you in a negative way in my opinion personal opinion yeah um, it doesn't seem as professional yeah i took i'll give you a little background so when i yeah. joined the, the pork tornadoes have been around for 10 years and i officially joined the band maybe like five years ago and the first thing i did was i i'm like give me access to the facebook page i want to do this because they had like 126 fan page likes mm -hmm. and their last post was from like four months before that mm. and i'm sitting here going give me control of this and i wish i knew what what I, exactly what I did and how I did it because the the whole thing, I mean, it went from 126 to over 11,000 and like nice. super tons of interactions and stuff. Now, not all that's what I did. It's, it's what the band's been able to do, right. but, but it's, I think our biggest thing we learned is that it's all about content. You can't just, I'm going off on a tangent now, but mm -hmm. too many times I see a band goes, Hey, we're playing at this place next weekend. See you there. It's a two-sentence post. There are no pictures. There are no event tags. There's nothing. It's like, come see us here. It used to work. But now that, what, 10% of your fans are actually seeing this post, it's it's not going to work. And and, the, and if you don't have good content and in those first, what, 10 to 15 minutes, if people are not clicking a like button or clicking a comment or clicking a share, mm -hmm. Facebook's going to go, this is a dumb post and people don't need to see this. <laughs> right. Like, they, they seriously are. Yes. And and so uh, I think what helped us grow our fan base was that uh, we had good content, funny pictures, funny video, good videos, great audio, nice eye-catching posters and photos. And, and I think that, that that's the first thing that people need to be doing is your, your promotional material that you're posting needs to be unreal, out of this world, perfect. Like I noticed you've been using the – instead of a picture for your event page, you can put a video in your event page. You bet. Like, and th that's just genius because Facebook puts so much stock into their videos. They want their videos to be the number one. They don't want YouTube videos. They don't want anything. They want mm -hmm. Facebook videos. So now all of a sudden, I mean, what's more eye catching scrolling through Facebook. We talked about it last week. Just right. The, right. You're not even reading. You're just scrolling <laughs> until something catches your eye. A moving picture video of something cool is going to make people reverse and go, what's this? That's right. You know, that's huge. And, and I know you, you've been using that. Yes. And if you have a good light show. So for those videos, we used <laughs> Steve Law on lights for, for both shows that were recorded. And so you called out sound. Yep. You called out video. You, you called out, you know, the show itself. But don't forget about the light show. Light show is huge. That, well, that, that's that the first huge. thing we, we talked about it last week. There's not even going to be sound on this video until you activate the yep. sound. So the visual is probably the most important. I mean, that has to be the first thing that catches people's eye. And then, okay, I like the light show. I'm going to click on this, see what the sound sounds like. Then that's got to be good. Then now you've got, you've caught someone for more than you could have ever caught them with just a, hey, we're going to be at Hot Chops and Animosa tomorrow. <laughs> Come on right. down. You know, like it, it doesn't work. Are, are the right? Go ahead. No, that's I, was gonna, I was going to ask: Are the videos that you're posting are they like of your of a performance? Then, like you're singing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. The whole band. So, so. Um, 
have you ever thought about throwing like your lyrics in the bottom of it, like scrolling along with you, kind of like a lyric video? Uh, you know, I hadn't thought of that. So, because I know that there's a lot of, I know that there's a lot of feedback uh, that if you're scrolling through something and it's, if, if it's an autoplay thing, right, there's no sound, but if you can, if somebody can read something as it's scrolling by then they'll automatically usually want to go back to it yeah. too. And if you're a cover so band, a then thing. they know what song it is. That's totally. Yeah. And there's, there's actually a, a feature that will autom- automatically put, it'll, it'll like close caption your, your video or your oh, speech yeah? and it'll... It'll try nice. to as best as it can oh. to put your. You can go in there and sort of sure. mess with it, but it's really not that hard to throw in the the closed captions. Yeah, especially if you're doing a funny video that's not a music video. You you have to have captions. Yeah. Oh yes. You have yeah. to have captions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So so back to I think that's your most important thing is your your content has to be good. Yes. But uh, but then it's you have to pay for it. You if you guys aren't allocating or budgeting a certain amount of money for boosting um you're gonna get lost in the dust at this point it's it's gone to the you you have to do this level you're right don't you think so you're absolutely right or nobody will know about your event if you're not doing it. 10 percent of your fans will correct and if you don't do anything so are you boosting every one of your posts every one of my events yes uh, oh so your events is what you're boosting are you? Do you ever boost like an individual post? I haven't. Okay. It doesn't mean I wouldn't, but right. so far I haven't. So you're boosting your event page, uh, but like let's say you took the videos that you guys just had done and you just mm-hmm. said, if you haven't checked this out, make sure you check this out. I mean, that's a to me, that's a boost-worthy post. Yes, and when our, our full promotional video is done, right. I will probably do that. Right. Um. So... Do you have a set budget for how much you're spending a month on Facebook? <laughs> I really should, but I, I don't. I don't. I just pay whatever it takes. What, so what, what is whatever it takes? I mean, do you just judge it as it goes? I do. I judge by um, – so I, I target it to a specific area, of course, because when you go to boost your post, um, you can tailor it really however you want. Completely. Um, you can just yeah. hit make sure this everyone on my page sees this. You mm-hmm. can say, make sure everyone on my page and all their friends sees this. Yep. Right. Or you can get crazy. I mean, you literally, Don, like you're, you're saying is like, you can go, okay, anyone within 25 miles of Cedar Rapids that likes this band, this band, this band, this band, that just bought a house that makes over $100,000, that has an interracial marriage. Like, I mean, you can literally get as <laughs> right? deep down as you, because fa- let's face it, the Facebook knows everything about us. The internet knows everything about us. Yep. And and you ever notice when you're just like, you search something on Google the day before, and all of a sudden ads are <laughs> popping up in your Facebook. Like it's oh, yeah. it's real. It's creepy. Never it's never super... click on a Facebook it... ad, man, because it will berate you <laughs> yeah. until you're you gonna buy have to it. get a new account. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So what do you what do you typically do? You got you got a concert coming up at mm-hmm. Tailgaters in a sure. month. Uh, what, what do you what are you typing in on your boosts? Well, I I do it by geographical area. Number one, that's that's the first thing I look at. Um, and I will look at uh, how many people does that reach? How many people does it reach? Yeah, it gives you the estimate. Of, yes, yeah. yes. How many people does it reach if I select just the people who like my page and all of their friends? And so I, I kind of experiment and I, instead of having a set dollar amount, I have a set number of people that I want to reach. So if I say I want to reach... 5,000 people, let's say, 
and uh, I want to set my budget at, well, I, I honestly don't set a budget. Typically, it comes in at about 25 bucks. Right. Is what it's I about pretty typical for maybe a week long of advertising or something like sure. that. Sure, somewhere between twenty five and thirty dollars. Right. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll I'll boost for two weeks. It, it really just depends. Um, it depends on how much we're playing, where we're playing, and where we're playing also will um, kind of dictate how I set up my boost. So, for example, when we played in Wapolo, I boosted to the whole darn town. Because like, it's yeah, a small every town. single person. Right. You don't, want... don't single. Don't go. Everyone in Wapolo that listens to Taylor Swift, like, don't right. do that. It's gonna be like <laughs> reaches thirteen six, to sixty-five, six, six people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not gonna happen. You got to know your market too. Exactly. Sure. Know your market. Well, yeah. Okay. So, I to get back on that, like, we we spend at least a hundred bucks a month on boosting, mm-hmm. hands down. I mean, that that's just it's in the budget. It's how it goes. Yeah. Boost boost almost every almost every post we make. We boost it and tailor it to whoever we think it needs to go to. Wow! And and I think especially getting away from the just your f- people that like your page and their friends, mm-hmm. going even further um, gains you a lot more f- likes on your page. I agree. You, you, you may end up with a little bit more negative type stuff because you're getting in front of people that don't know who you are and oh sponsored ad, what the hell's this, you know? But but you tend to find people that are like, whoa, didn't even know anything about you. What is this? You know? Oh, absolutely. Especially videos, especially YouTube videos or whatever. Especially videos. And the positives far outweigh the negatives. Totally. So, I mean, you're right. You do have to have thick skin because be prepared for people to be like, you know, when I was yeah. boosting in the Quad Cities, right? We had never played there before. And I had used our video for Immigrant Song. Yeah. And some dude comments, you know, Toxic waste of time, you know. <laughs> that is I was like, oh, though. you know, I click on his profile. I'm like, I'm so shocked you're single, <laughs> and I'm also so shocked that you spend did your you say entire. That? <laughs> I did not. I took the higher road. I was like, good. Oh, I good. so want to, but we're talking about how to properly use social media, and it, that was one of those moments where I held back. Kurt Burgess cannot believe it that properly I actually using held back social media means not giving in to anyone yep. not not yep. responding to anyone's negative postings since in the last two years since since our band has sort of mm-hmm. gone up in adam uh i mean the more negative stuff has come in in the last two years than i've ever seen in my life i mean like which is hilarious to me because and we've actually been keeping all the funny ones like the ridiculously <laughs> your singer is the worst singer i've ever heard in my life it's like you're you're kind of pull you're you're stretching it here on this one, right. but but we're saving them all, and and generally we will we will do the kill them with kindness route. So so for instance, oh, yeah. this one guy, this guy from Singapore, saw our One Direction Justin Bieber mashup. We called it a mashup. Do you okay. know exactly what a mashup is, AJ? What a, exactly? What well, a what mashup. is a mashup when um, you hear the term mashup? Uh. Two songs smashed together, like layered over top. Of like each lay other. over the top, yeah, exactly. Layered over the top of each other. So it was a loosely ver- loose version of mashup. There are there's about a thirty second period where both songs are on top of each other. Okay, the rest okay. it's two songs, right? right? Right. This guy goes, "You motherfuckers, that's not a mashup. 
fuck you. Like that that's the comment on our on our Facebook page. Because <laughs> oh, because of course we were boosting to all One Direction and Justin Bieber fans in the world. Of course. So some guy in Singapore finds it. <laughs> so we, we go, Oh man, thanks so much. We're glad you liked it. I didn't I never said I liked it. Fuck you guys and fuck everything about you. And we're like we're like, dude, like we said, man, so great to have you on board. I hope you like the page. I would never like your stupid page. And then we started photoshopping his face into our band photos to where about two days later, he was like, I love you guys. And I'm so glad I said something negative to you because I love you guys so much. And you've got a fan for life. Like, I mean, he flipped, no he flipped. Away. Now that's not always going to happen, but no. you kill them with kindness on yeah. social media. Anytime anybody negative says anything about you. For sure. I, I wow. think that's probably the biggest rule yeah. about Facebook. Do's and don'ts of Facebook. That's my number one do well, and don't, I guess. <laughs> for a couple couple of things on this uh, from from your original guy, I guess. Uh, original band guy. Um, uh, one, I think uh, $100 is uh, pretty reasonable even for original bands if they are playing out enough. Correct. And getting paid for their gigs. Because uh, I know, you know we had Kale in here and we were always talking about, you know, he says bands work in guarantees generally, and that's what I try to do as well. Um, a lot of original bands don't. Uh, they go to try to get out there and get their name out there in the city where they can. Um, not playing gigs like that. But if you are playing gigs uh, and playing them on a regular basis, I think $100 is absolutely reasonable and can go even further for you um, than some cover bands. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Um, but if you're not gigging out very much, that, that, that can be quite a bit of money. Right. That's, for a band that just spent two G's on recording their album, exactly. And, yeah, exactly. So yeah, if you're playing enough, I think, or and you have, if you if you have everything lined up the right way with your merch and your recordings out there and everything, and you're able to to push those things, getting your show playing playing out enough and selling merch at those places, I think that's a decent, a reasonable yeah. budget for that. Um, the other thing, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, there's something to be said too. I think about. Uh, the the friendship well, like we're trying to create in this scene mm -hmm. um you know the the interactions in posts mm -hmm. and videos are the most important thing to keep right. things going because if if don posts something and i like it and i comment on it all of my friends that are not friends with don are going to see it right for the most part or at least to select whatever their algorithm is right so the more that all of us as bands and as musicians Anytime we see another band's event, anytime we see another band's video, or we see something, or photos from a show, whatever, if we're just taking a quick second to drop a like in there, or even a right. comment, or a share, I mean, that that's where the camaraderie really helps out. Because if, if my entire band's going to like everything you guys post, and your bands are going to like what my bands post, like we're, it's a very reciprocal thing here. Yeah. That can help only just continue to get people's names out there and... Yeah. You people go, man, Don, I, I, I never knew, I don't know who Don is, but her band right. looks awesome. I'm going to go check out their next show. Yeah, it's the equivalent of, of if you can make it to their show that you show up as a musician supporting other musicians. It's the simplest thing to click like. Click it. Or make it a better reaction. Yeah. Make it the make harder it reaction or the wow reaction. Yeah. Reactions spur a little bit more than just that, the thumbs up these heard. days. So, yeah. Right. And if you notice... um. So if you click interested or going mm -hmm. to somebody's event, yeah. pay attention to how many people like that. Yeah. Like how yeah, many people yeah. saw that you were interested in this event mm -hmm. and how many people like that. Exactly. Yeah. That they like that you were interested in this event. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that reminds me to go back to events. So it's really important to at least get people to click interested mm -hmm. in an event because if from here on out, if I've clicked interested or going to an event and, and you make a post in that event – it's going to notify everybody in that event. Absolutely. And that's Huge. why it, it 
you should, in my opinion, create events early. Yeah, I know some band, like if you want to piss off a venue, create your event the week of the show. We just had Kate talking about that. Yes. Deliver your posters and create your event the week of the show and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't go over very well. In fact, I had a venue contact me and say, hey, has everyone in your band invited 500 people? Mm -hmm. No, right? I mean, but great idea. No, I'm sorry. We didn't yet. You know? Well, I did. Well, yeah. (laughs) What should you do? Don, are you like, do you believe in, so you've got your band, let's just say Toxic Blonde. Mm -hmm. Do you do everything in the band or do you split things up? (laughs) I wish I could say that we're structured like this, but we're not. I mean, we're not at all. I would say that uh, I do most of the social media. Right. Terry now, is, now hold on a second. You say most. Terry's a champ. He will he will share. He will, you know, tag. No, I mean, I mean, let's say uh, admin status on your Facebook page. Yes. Are you the only one that answers messages or that answer or that responds to comments or posts things? Does anyone else in your band do that? It's either me or Terry. Okay. And I usually see it first right. when it comes to um, venues contacting right. us. Right. So in that regard, and, and that's something that I'm, I'm sure we'll get to as well, um, but uh, Terry does most of the, I'll say, uh, booking where we are reaching out to venues. Right. As far as venues contacting us, I typically see those messages first, and then I respond, and I'm the one who negotiates. And I'll tell you what, in the past month, I have been cold contacted by eight different venues. Why? Why, why do you think? Well, the one that contacted me yesterday told me, I, I've never heard of you, but I saw your video. That, I, that's wow. what was going to be my yeah. answer. I think that you're, you're getting out there quite a bit, and that's starting to translate into people noticing you. Right. And, so. and again, this has all happened within the, the span of one month. I have booked uh, like 20 shows. <laughs> it's, it's to the point where I, I'm having trouble keeping up. Because people are contacting us, we've had to decline some. That's that's that's, that's, that's awesome. Important. Um, actually, I'm going to say this with as much love as I possibly can. You don't have to play every show. If if somebody contacts you and goes, "We really want you on this date," like you don't have to do it. You know, like You're right. sometimes declining a show and saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, we're already booked." Oh, and you know, we're already in your town earlier that week, so I'd prefer to put something a little later on the schedule. Like sometimes that almost goes further than going, yeah, 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 we'll take your show, we'll take your show, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost says, oh man, they're in demand. I I better, exactly, I better, I better get them going, which is another reason to create your events early, yeah, because it's not just your fans who are seeing those Mm -hmm. events, right? They can go to your page and for. People who do actually plan their lives or have kids and need to get babysitters, you know, it allows them to plan. 100%. But absolutely. also when a venue is considering you, they're going to look at your page and they're going to be like, oh, man, this band plays here and there. And, you know, for, you know, for us, it's like, oh, everywhere in Iowa, right? Or, or maybe Illinois. You know, we don't really have ambitions. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself, um, but we don't really have ambitions to, you know, tour nationally or right, anything like right. that. Um, we, we were just planning on being a Cedar Rapids cover band until we started getting all these contacts. But, but that's, that's what this has all been about. Like the, the whole, you know, I know that there's some opposing views to this, but the not playing every weekend kind of thing. Right. If you love playing music and you want to keep expanding your band, j- just start hitting some of these other towns up. They're, they're there. They want 
good talent. I mean, absolutely. Where? Well, shoot, Iowa City, Dubuque, Anamosa, Mm -hmm. Quad Cities, Madison, Wisconsin, Morning Sun. Don't skip out on some of the small (laughs) towns out there, you know, because they're especially cover bands. They're begging for that talent, just begging. For that talent. Those in small Cedar towns Rapids, are awesome. Yeah, in oh Cedar my Rapids, gosh. there's seven different bars with bands that you can choose from. Bigger population, yeah. Yep. But but in if you go to, oh, geez, we used to play. There's a town up. It's in the middle of all those like Upper Iowa University. There's this town. Uh, I'm going to have to think about this. But super small town, like never even heard of it. But they said, we need you to come up here and play. And, and it there was no one there. We're setting up going, oh, my God, this is going to be the worst ever. And sure enough... Like eight fifty five, like four hundred people walk through the <laughs> yeah. door and just, Wah! you know, yeah. and they didn't know who we were. They're just like, "There's a live band. There's right a live band. Yeah. yeah." So don't don't sell yourself short on those getting out of the towns. But where I was going with the social media thing sure. I, and the posting, one of the most important things I think that we ever did was three years ago or so. We completely divided duties of the band, one hundred percent in every direction. So I am strictly social media. No one else responds to anything no one else posts anything it is me i mean now i'll run things by everybody go what do you think about this what do you think about this should we do this but no one touches it i know that that this is my job where Corey, on the other hand is 100 percent booking if if someone comes through facebook that says i want to book you guys i go you're over go to go to this email talk to this guy yeah um and i know maybe that's not for everybody but sometimes if you can relive that pressure to just do so many things and give up a little bit of, eh, you, you know, you do this, I'll do this. I think that's that's a pretty, you know, and certain people have certain skill sets too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, as much as I hate social media, I feel like I'm pretty good at it, and I know what I'm, I'm need to post, and I know how it works, and things like that. So that's why I took over that. Yeah. And Corey's as cutthroat as anybody. So like. You handle booking because I'll just go. Oh, yeah, sure, we'll play for free. You're you sound like a nice guy. <laughs> like, well, that's not that's not how it works. We'll, so. we'll see if there's a tip jar. And- yeah, maybe we'll do a tip jar or something. Oh, well, we'll see. Can you feed us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's getting off on a tangent again. So what do you? Th- so getting off Facebook for a tiny little bit. Uh, do you think there's any worth in the in like an Instagram, a Snapchat, or a Twitter for when it comes to a band? I do. Okay. Um, and I think it's another one of those it depends kind of things. Because for whatever reason, Twitter doesn't seem that popular with, say, the Toxic Blonde fan base. And I don't know if it's because it, you know. You do have to know your fan base. Right, and what right. what are their ages and what are their, <laughs> Right, yeah. right. And it, you know, clearly it, I go to my page and it's like, oh, you are very popular with men over 35. <laughs> like, you don't say. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so I, and apparently not a lot of those folks are on Twitter. That's, um, that's super true. I mean, that brings yeah. up a good point. You have to tailor it to, it may, maybe you'll find one person on Twitter that, that like sees your post and says, let's go there. I mean, you should not do it. But you got to know where they're coming from, and that's probably where you put all your your eggs, right? I mean, absolutely. If, I think if you're dealing our 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 fan base is fairly diverse because we're anything from 14 year old kids to like 60 year olds. I mean, for real, it's that right. yeah. that boosting a post. Do you want to yeah. boost from 14 to 65? It's like, yeah, I do. Like <laughs> that's that's who I'm trying to reach. But we've noticed that if you're getting 30s and up, 35 and up. Facebook is the number one. Like that is where your fan base is. Get them. But if you're if you're playing music that maybe younger people appeal to, 
Uh, I mean, Snapchat, Instagram, Snapchat's Twitter. Huge. Snapchat is huge. It's huge. Definitely. And and just if it's just a, for me, we're active on everything because you're not the chances you might miss something on Facebook. They're there. The chances you might miss something on Twitter are there, but you're you're definitely going to see my Snapchat or or vice versa. You may miss the Snapchat, but you're going to see my Instagram. To to me, it's it's just just get out on all of them. Try to build a fan base on all of them. Try to stay consistent and. And people are eventually going to see what you need, you know, and what you're posting. Definitely. And, you know, for me, even though I don't have a lot of Twitter followers, I think I have like 67, right? Right. Um, but I've noticed that uh, some of the, the music uh, pages will retweet, you know, like a, oh, totally. maybe like a Iowa Music Showcase, I think. Yeah. Is oh, yeah. They're, they'll, they're looking for specific people and specific bands and they're going to repost that stuff. And and I don't think we should overlook like hashtags, too. Yeah. You know, Definitely. Uh, I mean, hashtags. I mean, even on Facebook, I mean, Facebook uses kind of a hashtag. They system, do. They, they brought it in. They, they eventually implement it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's as important on a Facebook. No, not like and Instagram. And people abuse it. Oh, my goodness. Totally. Yeah. Well, a lot of times <laughs> those are just coming from Instagram. But, right. But I mean, just. How many times uh, somebody might just, um, you know, be looking for whatever, like like their favorite band is Guns N' Roses, and they just, every once in a while, they hit the hashtag Guns N' Roses. Like, somebody from uh, New York might see your video of a Guns N' Roses cover song, you know? I mean, right. it's, we have the entire world at our fingertips with this, which is good or bad, I guess, how you want to look at it, but but you can be, you can just get in front of so many people just by putting hashtag black cats, you know, like, cause I have black cats and that's why I use with my Instagram, you know? So, I mean, not to bring my cat into this, but, uh, I knew it was going to happen at some it point. I'm surprised it didn't happen in the first episode. Uh, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think, I think those are super important, uh, to use the, the hashtag. And here, here's a little trick too. There are a lot of really awesome apps out there for Instagram. Let me pull out my phone here. There is an app called, there's two apps actually. One is called Captivate and one's called Cleaner. Have you ever heard of those before? I've heard of Captivate. Yeah, cleaner. so they, they link to your um, Instagram account. And what you do is with Captivate, you type in, let's say, like, Don, what, what what's the number one band that you think that uh, uh, Toxic Mon covers? Like, what's your favorite or most covers that you do or something? Uh, I would say uh, Led Zeppelin. Okay, so you could, for instance... Um, find an Instagram page called like Led Zeppelin cover band fans or something like that. I'm sure there's an Instagram page for that. You can download their entire um, list of followers and add them to a queue. And then you can, I think it's, you only get about a hundred a day. You can just go and it adds, it adds the, it, it, it makes you follow those people. Nice. Like, you know, you've oh, seen it, you know, when yeah. these random people are following you and you're yeah, like, yeah. why are they following me? I don't get this. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? Only 5% of them maybe might click on your page and look at it. But if your top post is some awesome kick-ass video of you doing a Led Zeppelin song, like you might gain some new fans. There you go. Um, it's a little more complicated than that, but sure. you, know, you get the gist of it. And then Cleaner will actually, you can go through and go put all these people into my delete box. And then the next day it can remove your following. Because you don't want to, if, if your band's Instagram has 120 people following them, but you're following 11,000. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not even gonna. Click on, I'm not even gonna click on your page. But right. if, but if the numbers are reasonable, yeah, I'll give you a shot. Maybe you randomly out of the dark wanted to follow my Instagram page. You know, yeah. so Cleaner will take those people back out of your list. Nice little tricks of the trade for yeah. you. Yeah, I I think I think the the follow the follow for follow thing like that. I think that that tactic can get 
can be a little bit. Oh, totally. Uh, you know, like we're. I'm weary of that personally. Like I, I, I'm more of a. Um, we're working on like Instagram for like Wolf Denwares and stuff, totally. which is just a brand. It's not a band, totally. but it's kind of a it similar seems idea. To be more used in like clothing lines. Correct. And yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, but doing that stuff, you know, I I think it's it's important if you're going to go to those people, if you're going to follow them, or even not even follow them, um, but if you can go to their page like some of their stuff, but also comment on their stuff. Right. Give them something actually right. useful, like give them some feedback. You know, say say that's cool. Say, I like how you did this. Ask them a question and then see how it goes. And do that Do that several times over. Try then, to actually develop yeah, some relationships. Yeah, interact with that. So don't do it on a mass community. scale. Yeah. Like, let, let's pick 10 people this week and yep, let's absolutely. go check their stuff out. And let's, so that almost leads into um, what do you think the importance is of how many likes you have on a page? Or like how many followers you have? Like what do you what do you think the average fan or the average venue or someone's going to put into that stick? Oh, that's a tough one. I like, think take yourself that... out of the band world and say you're just a personal fan and in, in a band. And you're like, let me check this band out, and they've got 111 followers or fans on Facebook. Like, does that tell you that they're not any good? I think that um, I think a venue would probably be hesitant to book them. I would say so. Um, if it was me, I would perhaps look at how long they've been around. Like, does it say that they just joined Facebook yesterday? I mean, is this a brand new band? Well, then, hundred likes isn't really bad for your yeah, first day. Yeah, that's not day, too bad. You know? Although people are commenting on their stuff yeah. and right, right. But yeah, if this band has been you know around for five, ten years and they have a hundred likes on their page. It may not mean they're bad. It just means that they're behind the times because they're just not paying attention. Not really to they're, not they're not doing a good job of it. promoting themselves. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so are they going to be able to bring people into a venue if they're what are they sending out mailers or something? You know, I mean, right. right? Maybe that's the new way. If you think about it, they're guaranteed to see these mailers. The perfect hedge. You're sending them junk mail. <laughs> People are way more. It's it's flip flop. Remember when like you just like, get all junk mail, but you get an email and you're like, I got an email. It's completely flip flops. Like yeah, you, yeah. you when you get an actual letter in the mail. Yeah. What if? Okay, I'm gonna throw this out to Max Mitchell. What if there was a weekly mailer to the entire town of Cedar Rapids with here's what's going on in town. There you go. I'm sure that's pretty damn expensive. I'm sure it's not cheap. It's probably cheaper to just put that poster on Facebook and boost it to the entire town than yeah. it is to actually mail something out. And right. I still think it's more effective. And, and maybe I'm just projecting here, but for me, like, you know, I've missed some pretty important mail because I just kind of, oh, I'll sort my mail later. You know Oops, what I mean? Yeah, and, then, yeah. and then later turns into a month. And then, oh, was I supposed to pay this? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you know, like for me, if I can't, if I don't have an online option mm -hmm. for like bill pay, then like, oh, that's crap, true. I'm it falls to the wayside. Yeah. That's super true. Well, then forget everything. Can we edit this? Yeah, let's, let's yeah, just we'll, edit me talking at all about mailers. We'll cut, we'll cut everything you said out. <laughs> yeah, can we do that? <laughs> What what about uh, what about YouTube? Now I I'll admit I'm I I don't want to sound conceited because I feel like that's all I do. But um, <laughs> and I, I seriously and then by me saying that that sounds conceited. That boy, it's just a wormhole <laughs> yeah, you're traveling damn. down, Mike. I I think I'm pretty good. Are you deleting this too? Yeah, yeah. Delete this too. I think I'm pretty good at social media, and I think I've been able to build a good brand with 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 our band. But the one thing I was wrong about, I was adamant about how Facebook video is more important than YouTube video. I was standing strong on that for a long time. Now, in some ways, I was correct. Like, Facebook is 
taking algorithms and saying, no, 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 no YouTube links. No, 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 no. We're not going to put that in your fans' feeds. But Facebook videos, yeah, we're going to put them in people's feeds. But, Facebook um, watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I think I was wrong because if you get a really nice Facebook video and you put it up, number one, the quality is going to be shit automatically. Your 1080p video is in pfft, shit mm-hmm. quality. But it's going to get a lot of interactions. A Facebook, uh, someone has to watch it for three seconds for it to be considered a view. That's, yeah. Yeah. That is nothing. That is, oh, I'm scrolling and then somebody talking to me over here real quick. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it in a second and then start scrolling again. Right. That's a view. Yep, counts. Yeah, so so in the short-term gain... You, your video can get a ton of views and people are like, wow, look at that. Look at that. Oh my God, look at how many views this man has. This is awesome. It looks good. But the minute you stop getting comments and posts and interactions on that Facebook video, it's gone forever. I mean, it just, it falls down into the, just the mess of things that nobody's looking at anymore. Right. <clears throat> so in the short term, I do think Facebook has a big value for videos, but I've been totally turned around on, on YouTube. Like there are so many people that, are on YouTube every day and falling into that. We've all done it. We've fallen into that YouTube wormhole where you just, you started off watching uh, roller coaster videos and now you're like, <laughs> now you're just in a completely different, you're watching other planet videos. Right. What would life be on, be like on Mars? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right. My five-year-old, she Chromecasts yes. from our phone. Uh, she's yes. just like, Hey, I want to watch Zach Scott, you know, play Zelda breath of the wild. Like, okay. And then, wow. and then these are, these are counting as views and these are going And granted. It takes a lot more, Somebody's got to watch it for like 30 seconds for it to be considered a view or something like that. But YouTube is a very beautiful search engine of of like if if your video is tagged correctly, it's going to start showing up in feeds and it's there for the long haul. So we do put some short bits and small things on Facebook, but we've completely moved over to YouTube. Uh, do you you do you use YouTube at all? Do you have any preference on that? Have you have you? started an account and started putting videos on there for your band. You know, it's so funny because I really didn't think about it. Again, keep in mind that I, this is so terrible to say on a podcast about promoting your band, but <laughs> I've just kind of been like, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll promote a show, but I'm, you know, I, I didn't really have any huge ambitions about promoting my band and I, I wasn't really on YouTube and you mentioned it to me at the meeting because you saw the the new videos, right? Yeah. We, uh, again, it's, they've been out for about a month is all. And uh, you were like, Don, you need to use YouTube. And I was like, um, well, okay. So I started uploading them to YouTube. I didn't even realize that I had my YouTube account linked to my Twitter. (laughs) And I have my Twitter linked to my Facebook, which is something that drives you nuts. (laughs) And I started getting all these likes for this video, you know, these Facebook likes for this video I posted on YouTube. I was like, well... I didn't even post that to Facebook, but I guess, you know, I'm still bringing it back to, to Facebook. But my point is that I'm a very recent user. I only have about 30 subscribers, but I've been on it for two weeks. It's it's a long-term goal yeah. is, is yeah. what YouTube is. I mean, uh, so an example, we put our Tennessee whiskey video up on Facebook and um, it got up to about 100,000 views. Nice. Over a course of a month, which is just, oh, wow, this is amazing. And then it was yanked from Facebook due to universal music, copyrights, things like that. We didn't gain anything other than just maybe some new fans. And then all of a sudden, video's gone to never be seen again, right? Mm-hmm. And and that was right around the time when I started going, well, what about YouTube? And let's get on. So we put it on YouTube. 
and it's since it's at 400,000 views on YouTube and it's, it's kind of circling the globe. And, and so we actually got into the monetization of YouTube, like thinking, Oh, what are we going to make five cents for every hundred thousand videos? Like, no, it's kind of legit. Uh, I mean, we're, we're right now we're making about 200 bucks a month on YouTube That's awesome for just putting a video up there. Um, now, now that, that video is seeing like 3000 views a day, which still is, is a hard thing to get to. But the idea is that if you have good content and it, and it, it can be found on YouTube, like get it up there. Cause you never know what's going to happen if it's legit and, and it's a great video and a great song, a great cover and a popular cover, right? It could take off and, and that can lead to so many different things. So uh, maybe we'll talk some other day about monetization because that's a whole nother right. ballpark. But Facebook offers none of this. Nope, it's yeah. all mine. Profits all mine. You can help share it. You know, but yeah, but we just YouTube, have to pay. <laughs> yeah, you pay for it. But on YouTube, I mean, your content is rewarded by money, by money, and and yeah. getting paid for it. So there's something to be said about that. If you have really good content. I think YouTube's the way to go, technically. But and that's the key. You have to have really good content. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, you go to a band's page and they just have they only have stuff that was. I think somebody said it previously. It's just from your buddy's cell phone, and he's right. only from the one corner, and it's kind of a weird angle, a little bit fuzzy. And you're throwing that on YouTube, that could easily just go on Facebook. Totally, you know, that kind of a thing. So. Yeah, it, to me, Facebook becomes a place for short content, like sure. live videos. Yeah. Like, hey, this is where we're going to be at next week, and come check it out because Facebook puts a lot of importance on those videos. I was just going to say that. Especially a live yes. video. Oh my god. Like it'll, it notifies people. It says, oh, you got to watch was, this. You got to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you about like how you guys feel about the live video. Cause I love it. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's yeah. a, it's almost a guaranteed way to get in front of people. Yeah. Now again, it goes back to content. If it's just you going, man, I want to tell you about something here, or, you know, and it's just you just not speaking very well. Right. And, you know, I, I don't think that people are going to click it. You notice you see it. Uh, 20, 20 watchers up, five watchers. You know, people yeah, yeah. click it and they go, we've all done it. You click on it, you go, I'm not watching this. Yep, yep. <clears throat> so if all of a sudden it's something that people want and they they want to watch or it's something that you've pre-promoted. Mm-hmm. So we did a, a, a benefit for Knox Blocks Foundation um, out of Cedar Falls where we pre-promoted for two weeks. We said, We're, Mason's going to be live with an acoustic guitar. We're taking your requests. We're taking donations. This time, this day, log in. And, and it was great. I mean, at any point there were... 100 to 200 people live watching because they knew about it. They knew what it was going to be. It was well produced. Cool. So, so I think the live video is super incredible, but it's, yeah. it's how you do it. It's the content. And yeah. if like, like if Don's going to do one at her show, you know, it's got to be a good phone, good connection. And it's got to be maybe content that Don actually wants, mm-hmm. you know, that she thinks people are going to like. Absolutely. Have you ever used sure. live videos at all? I, I don't really use them. And I know that I should because you're right. They do have a much higher priority in the Facebook algorithms. Um, for me, I am just basically running up until the time that oh, totally. that show starts. Totally. Like, I, I, I truly am. And then, you know, I am so like you know, not mindful at all of when, you know, I have like a, you know, something hanging off my nose or, you know, I got chunks of food in my hair. I mean, you know, (laughs) I'm just, you're reluctant to put that out there. (laughs) I I am reluctant to put that out there and I know that I should. Um, but, but I really haven't. And I watch everybody else's live videos and I, I think they're awesome. But for me, I'm just, I, I feel that I'm, I'm too damn busy, especially, especially the day of a show. Right. 
Well, we uh, we've been trying to keep these episodes at a at a reasonable length. <laughs> I, I have like every time this is the second episode, and I'm already like we could have talked for like five hours. I know. But I mean, we're just we knew that we were only touching the surface on this. I mean, you guys need to determine what is best for your band, and you need to exercise some of these things. Experiment with social media. Right. Start all your accounts. Start boosting posts. You know, have a band meeting. Talk about what you guys want to do. I mean, it's very important that you guys are being out there and promoting yourselves. And, and right now you've got to be spending money. You've got to be creating good I was just going to say that. You've got to put a little yeah. bit of money into it. You know, get a professional videographer. Get a professional sound and light show. Because if you don't have that, then you're almost disadvertising you're your You're sort band. of wasting your money. You're putting it in Absolutely. front of people and they're not going to like it. But they're going right? to remember, man, that band. I don't like that band very much. That band just, it just sounds like noise. You know, why are they? Exactly. <laughs> why is this video showing up in my feed? And I say that because I have done it. Right. I, well, we've all done it. We've all completely yeah. and totally done it. And But you learn. And hopefully, you know, again, the point of this group is to, like, learn from people that have maybe been there already and, 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 you know, I, th- I think maybe we'll have to do a Facebook part two or something like that sometime because I think we should. There, yeah. There's so much, there's so much, uh, how about this? How about you? I'm going to ask you two questions sure. to end this. I'm going to ask okay. you, what do you think the future of social media is? Oh, well, <laughs> it's funny you ask that because, um, I think, I, I don't know if I'm the best person to ask. So, but I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Yes. So I did pull a few young people, okay. people much younger than my myself. What did um, they say? They said, uh, you know, it's not going anywhere. Um, one guy that I talked to said Facebook is not going anywhere. No, and I, I think can't. people kind of wish that it will, but I, I really don't it's think it will. It's not MySpace. I mean, there are like 2.5 billion people using Facebook. It's not going anywhere. Right, right. It's like it's going to be as common as Google. Um, and same with Twitter. I think Twitter will be um, – just as relevant, you know, as it is now, if not more, and probably yeah. more. I mean, people are using it primarily for news, um, lots of things like that. Um, almost every young person I talked to said that it's part of the new normal, and and I completely agree with that. Um, yeah. It is, and and so it's going to be when it's part of the new normal. That means it's uh, it's not important, but it's also really, really important. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, and what will be important is having something special, right? We all want to be special, yeah. <laughs> um, that is going to catch someone's eye. Yeah. Cause I think it, it maybe so it was much. you yeah. last time we're talking about how your wife just scrolls through yeah. and you know, it's gotta be something it, interesting it has to catch or your eye before they even just gonna, read it or it, see it. Absolutely. She's just going to keep on it, scrolling. It's probably only going to get worse. So your content is just key to everything. And, and, uh, the involving of all the other social media. There'll be more. More will come along and just keep adapting to it. I, I think I said this in the last one. I'm just going to keep this quote going. Mm-hmm. Tupac Shakur said, um, you either evolve or you disappear. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's just whether yeah. you're, this is, we're talking about being in a band or we're talking about being in social media or just being a person. Like if you said we've reached the pinnacle of Facebook using and we know exactly how to do it, you're, you're done. You're going to disappear because yeah. it's going to change next week. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And don't just consider the cost of using it. Consider the cost of not using right. it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you spend 100 bucks a month for an entire year, that is $1,200. Oh, man, like that seems like a lot. But what if you increased your fan base by 2,000, 3,000 fans, and now you're warranting more money for your shows? Right. 
Yeah. Uh, and 1200 bucks is nothing. Right. 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 And yep. I'll just yep. say it like the, you know, we've talked about the things that I've done and, and it's pretty minimal, right? Yeah. Minimal effort in the last month uh, for Toxic Blonde has gotten us a huge boost. And I, I'm almost at the point where I can't do it myself and have a, a full-time mm-hmm. job. Yep. You know, I, I will probably have to hire someone, somebody who is a lot better at it than I am and somebody who can, you know, get us on YouTube. And so we're actually making money yeah. and have a budget for yeah. more promotion, right? Because I have a full-time job. I've got, you know, the husband and two kids, right? I mean, I, I just literally can't do it all. And I think that if you're starting to get to that point, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. And it, it was honestly not that much effort. No. Just a few promoted videos is all it took. When you, that reminded me of one last good point is if you're not using the schedule feature for posts, yeah. Oh yeah. you Absolutely. are doing it wrong. I, I, I will go in, on a Monday morning. I will go in and I will plot out the next two weeks posts. Nice. Pick, specifically pick the best time of day that seems to get the most interactions. Yep. And I will plan these posts out just perfectly word them, get them ready to go. And then I don't even think about it. They just post while we were on this podcast, our gangster's paradise video just dropped, but I didn't even touch it. They didn't do anything. Just bam. It's there. So I I, check that out next time. Instead of clicking post, click that little downward arrow and look for schedule. Uh, or even save drafts, like go through and save them all and then post them when you want or something. I mean, that is, that is a huge feature. So last question. Sure. Did we miss anything? Is there something very important you want to give to our millions of listeners out there that they need to know or they need to not know or something like that? (laughs) Honestly, I I think we covered just about everything other than, um, you know, make sure your product quality is there. And I, I know we've said that, but I don't think it can be said enough. Yeah. The quality has to be there. So don't post just to post. Like make sure you've got something that is worthwhile to post. Right, Whether right. Whether it's a video, a photo, an event, make sure everything's as eye-catching as possible. And don't fall into the trap of thinking that everyone thinks like you think, right? <laughs> likes what you like, and uses social media the same way that yep. you do. I've had, I've had, you know, in the past, I'm not calling anybody out, but I, in the past I've had band members say, oh, people that go out to shows they don't plan around that you don't need to create your event until the, the week of the show you know because they <laughs> that's how they are yeah, they live their lives moment to moment and they don't understand that no there are, are other people in this world who plan their yeah. lives they're very you know type a people and i'm one of them and if a band doesn't have <laughs> if a band doesn't have their show out on iowa live music you know yeah two weeks out, i've already made plans yeah. sorry oh yeah totally I'm glad you. I'm glad you ended it kind of on that with the, uh, with the don't fall on the idea of using people use it how you use it and vice versa. That's great. That's like that's a that's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Don, it was awesome having you. I know you were like, really, you want me to be on this podcast? I've never podcasted before. It's pretty easy. We're just sitting in a room. We're just talking. I right? got my feet up and my shoes yeah. off. I'm just chilling. <laughs> we're just chilling <laughs> on the, on the right? couch. I'm in my wool tights. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, again, thanks for coming. Uh, we got AJ Vince here. I'm Mike Schulte. That was Don Sedlicek of a million trillion bands. If you like her on Facebook or send her a friend request, make sure you're not a creeper and you got yeah. good mutual friends. Yeah. And Don't be send me photos. And be prepared to be put into a group that she will use to send. Facebook events to you. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you guys are subscribing. Uh, shoot us some feedback. Uh, we'll post this in the group. And if you got any thoughts on this, we we love because we don't know everything. So yeah. if you guys got something you want to touch on that we didn't touch on, please post it. I can't wait to see what comes out of this. Like, yeah. and what people start posting on it. This, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah.
on to the next one. Very cool. Episode three coming your way. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for listening. When we go crashing down, we come back every time. We never go out of style. We never go out of style. Got that long hair, slick back, white seat shirt. And I got that good girl, big, in a tight little skirt. And when we go crashing,